Ladies, gentlemen and others, joining us today is a multi-talented individual who wears many hats in the world of creativity and inspiration. Our guest is the editor of the Sunday Midday and she's also the author of the book The L Word. She's a love enthusiast and also the founder of the podcast Love Aajkal. Welcome to the pod, Aastha. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. Listen, how are you doing all of these things? <laughs> What's happening? No, it's just all happened very organically. मतलब इट्स ऑल थ्रू टेन इयर्स दैट आई हैव डन ऑल दिस आई हैव बीन अ जर्नलिस्ट फॉर ट्वेंटी वन इयर्स दिस इयर नाउ एम एन एडिटर एट संडे मिडे एंड द पॉडकास्ट सॉर्ट ऑफ हैपन वेरी ऑर्गेनिकली यू नो वेन द वेन द पॉडकास्ट वेव वॉज स्टार्टिंग मे बी सिक्स इयर्स अगो बिकॉज आई टू टॉक अबाउट लव ऑन इंस्टाग्राम एट दैट टाइम समन फ्रॉम सावन नोटिस डेट एंड सेट वन यू कम इन एंड आई वॉज लाइक रेडियो शो वॉट इज अ पॉडकास्ट यू नो इट्स जस्ट टॉक अबाउट समथिंग एंड sort of worked and so yeah so that's it's just happened uh, i think creativity is something like you can do multiple things you know it's like a tree and you just keep branching out into different things so the core of it is maybe writing words and then everything is sort of happened like that why love i'm very curious <laughs> how does that happen no maybe i think as in i grew up writing love stories as in you know read murakami when i was growing up and after that it became like a thing of writing love and then i became india's second uh, mills and boons writer so i won a contest that mills and boons which is the mothership of love love novels uh, they came to india they looked for a writer i wrote a short story it won so i became an indian writer for them so i think that sort of then put me on that path ki okay i can talk about love so that's why it just remained i mean i do hardcore journalism but i think the day i won the mills and boons contest was the day i won a largely for a piece i had done which was about you know a muslim girls who play basketball in nagpada so i was like i can do both things i can do serious journalism but i can also write about love so uh, so yeah i think that's how it started and it stuck that's awesome that you mentioned that because i feel like a lot of times when we talk about more should i call it light topics yeah, like for example yeah. in my case beauty or yeah, fashion yeah, right yeah. and when you talk about love it's almost as if we're getting put into boxes where we yeah. can't talk about other things yeah. in 2019 during ca etc i remember i started being more outspoken about my political views yeah. very carefully yeah. but i was still quite outspoken about it and people started telling me things like stay in your lane and you know talk about lipsticks not yeah, politics yeah, yeah. i'm like are you saying that i can only do one thing in my yeah, life yeah. do you get the hey this is uh, light journalism i think in general feature journalism is considered light journalism what i do now at that time i was working with the helka which was a hardcore like that kind of publication but i do think people think what i write about which is lifestyle or celebrities or people you know people stories could be light journalism i think if we start listening to people though you will not not do half the things that you do right i mean lot of talented people in the world haven't done anything because they're so scared of what people will think so i really don't care i don't talk about maybe politics or core issues on my instagram only because i really want to be very informed before i say something i need to know all sides of the story as a journalist i'm used to that so to put out anything without actually knowing even you know people comment about what's happening in america or what's happening in pakistan or whatever and i'm like i have no clue what is the entire story so i just don't want to put that out on my instagram because i want to know everything and i can't know everything yeah, cuz no you're doing so many things everything. yeah so i'm like do i choose those things what i really want to speak about because you worked in the field so long like if you have to speak about beauty or you know fashion you can make a comment you could have spoken about the dior show or whatever because you've done fashion for 10 years so you have already have that context but if you don't have that context and you're just reacting then i feel like maybe i don't do that otherwise i don't care 
I say what I want and I'm like I don't care what you think I should be speaking about. Do you have people that come to you with like their love problems yeah, in the DMs? Yeah, yeah, lots, lots. I mean with Lavashkal we were really shocked because we were getting a mail from smaller towns like Surat like people were asking us things like the funniest question I always say is is it uh, safe to have sex in a OYO room? A 16 year old has asked me that. And I'm like no. Don't go to a hotel rooms just yet. Like you maybe wait till twenty one. But then I'm like, you know, you have to be really safe. You know, it's a it's a really serious question. Sometimes people send me long, long, long paragraphs of their whole history of how they've tried to date and it's not worked out, or ghosting, or that guy is now dating someone else. People do you share. reply? I do sometimes if I have the mind space to read eight paragraphs. I also feel it's easier for them to talk to a stranger than to really talk to. people at home because i feel you get judged even by your friends like somebody might tell you are you get over him already what the, you know why are you just crying about him but i'll listen to you i'll try to give you perspective so i used to do that a lot i sometimes just do it as a podcast you know i'll say okay maybe we'll address this issue as a reel or a podcast or a post or something where then a lot of people can get that information instead of doing it one on one you know what this is reminding me of in the early 2000s there used to be and i wish i could name the show But there used to be this love guru show on uh, yeah. one of the oh, radio no, I stations. Think they, I think it's still there. They yeah. still, yeah. but I, I feel like that's so interesting because what you said, you do feel more comfortable talking yeah. to a random stranger, even if it means yeah. you're blasting it on radio. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, talking to a stranger about yeah. this can probably give you more comfort. Then I do. I, I also feel that a stranger, maybe it's like, why do you go to a psychiatrist or something? Yeah. Because they are giving you a non-biased opinion. They it's have neutral. nothing to get from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no agenda. You know. So I think that works. they always refer to me as didi so that's nice because that's the older cousin you went to when you was younger you know to ask about things uh so yeah i think i have got a lot of those i have refrained from answering the ones which when somebody wants to commit suicide or they're like i'm feeling so low and depressed then i've told them please go talk to your parents or find a cousin to talk to or you know an uncle to, or uncle and aunt to talk to or something because that's serious and i'm not a psychiatrist yeah. you know at the end of the day i'm not a therapist i can't help you So that's that's quite a responsibility. <laughs> yeah. What are some of the most bizarre ones you've got cuz like this is too early for it but we do have a segment over here called slide into my yeah. DMs right yeah. on my show where we talk about things that come in the DMs cuz they yeah. can be of many varieties for yeah, lack of yeah. you know any other way of putting it. What are the kind of DMs you get? I think the two that I have got which have stuck out in my head is one girl uh, she was I think 17 or 16 and she was in love and she was like We love each other, but he's ready for sex, and I'm not. Uh, so I've given him permission to go and have sex with someone else, as long as he loves me. Uh, because I don't want to lose him over this, but I'm not ready, and I don't want to deny him because he's 17 or 18 and he's feeling the urge. So is that okay? You know, I just want to know your opinion. I said, Have you made up your mind? She said, Yeah, I'm completely okay. And I said, Are you Are you going to be okay once he comes back? Uh, you know, after he's had sex with someone else. She said, Yeah, I'm quite clear that as long as he loves me and I've let it happen so I'm okay with it. I said then you're smarter than most people around like if you can make that decision now at 17 and you're okay with it uh great I hope it works out for you guys you know and she's like I just wanted to hear a third opinion am I doing something wrong I said no if you think you are capable of you know taking that consequence of having someone back who you you know who's been with someone else then if you're so clear in your head and she was really clear And I said, then you'll be fine. It's Did okay. you ever go back and like check in on her six months later and no, say, No, hey. I didn't. <laughs> there were so many other DMs. Yeah, but uh, I think she was fine. She was very clear. I think she just wanted to 
sound someone out on it you know and i was just like as long as you're clear in your head how does it matter she sounds really mature she was i mean at 17 and another one was where someone actually it was a very sweet thing because a, a girl wrote to us saying that she caught her brother watching porn a younger brother she said then we both listened to your podcast together which was about i think we had done a podcast about porn and stuff like that and she said so i made him listen to it and then that sparked the conversation between both of us because we were awkward i didn't want to like scream at him or shout at him but because of the podcast we started having a conversation about porn and um, i was like that's great you know so the, these are these are really you don't think that what you're putting out is is actually affecting people like that and that's nice no for sure i feel like it's taken me very long to come to the uh, to come to the realization that everything we put out works in some way or the other yeah. there is a yeah. ripple effect yeah. what direction it goes in has yeah. to do with of course the piece of content and yeah. how the audience is choosing to look at it perceive it and how they're consuming yeah. that content but tell me more about like for example do people also come to you and ask you about what's going on in your love life then is that is yeah, that yeah, a vortex that has opened up i googled myself one of these days and you know it said astha atrib husband comes as first one so people have actually googled to find out who my husband is and i think somebody asked me oh why isn't he on your instagram and i was like but he's a different kind of person than i am he doesn't like to be on instagram and he he you know so i i, I don't feel the need to put him on my instagram he's been i've been married for 17 years so i don't have to really prove anything to chalta hai you know we we are the generation before instagram or facebook or anything you know so uh but yeah i think they do ask me but the fact that maybe being married for 17 years makes people think that i i know a little bit about love <laughs> yeah they're curious they're curious but i don't think it's become a thing with my content nobody really it uh, yeah i don't think people would you do really a ask. podcast episode and then like introduce him and like really dive into your no. love life i'm giving you an no. idea here you should just <laughs> you should no. do it uh, yeah he has to get comfortable with that i don't think he'll want to he's very articulate but i don't think he'll want to talk about our relationship and what makes it tick because i mean it just ticks so i don't know have you although done any episodes around no, your love life or no. about how you met but him but i think everything lavachkal everything we spoke about when ankit and i used to talk about it has come from personal experience you know somewhere we felt things and uh, i mean be it when i was younger or dating and ankit uh, was divorced and uh, has a child so there's a different dynamic there so everything has come out of what we feel and what we might have gone through or what we still might go through you know uh, so i think in that way it, it is a personal podcast It sounds to me like Carrie Bradshaw writing from Yeah, I think it was right? like that. It was just that maybe I'm not in like okay, if you ask me about situationships or you know, ghosting or something, maybe I'm not right into it, but I do have an opinion based on my own experiences and where I come from. So, yeah, I think it was deeply personal. Where do you stand on situationships? Because that's <laughs> I, a that's we, a new term, no? Yeah, yeah, we did a podcast about it and where I I think I was very clear that I I think it's a stupid idea. I mean it's a way to make sure you get hurt. Like it's getting into it's like what we called in our times what friends with benefits or you know a, a fling or whatever. You are already into this thing calling it a situationship. So you're already deciding that this is not meant to be this shouldn't work out. Why would you do that? Oh wait, so I have the definition wrong then because I always thought that the situationship is when you're transitioning from like dating to like relationship. No. It's like a situation like you don't have anything to define it. 
Oh. So they like this is a situation right now, right? So it's like right now, whatever it is, it is that is what it is. So it's a very oh my god, you could yeah. I thought it was a transitional. Yeah, definition. so it's a basically a nothing. It's a nothing. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah, it's no transition. Nothing. Looking at it from a whole new lens <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, it's not a transition at all. Do you keep up with all of these extreme Gen Z terms? Uh, sometimes, like yeah, I mean, if you're on Instagram, they come up, right? Or if you work with younger people. That's when, like, I think this came up because uh, a young person in my team said, "I want to do a piece on situationships," and then I said, "Are you in one?" She's like, four or five already." I'm like, "Okay, like, you know, what is happening here?" So yeah, you have to be living under a rock. But some of the things, obviously, I'm sure I don't know. So tell me, like, five Gen Z huh, relationship <laughs> terms that well, that love bombing and one second what. Yeah, love bombing. What's a love bombing? I'm very amused, right? So, if someone is basically showering you with love too early, so they're doing it like sending you flowers, and I'm like messaging you all the time, and I'm calling you, like and an I'm like over and through, over, ha, extra, extra. So it could also be seen. It is also seen as toxic because you're trying to make the other person feel something when they might not be ready. So you're going faster than they are. You also might be trying to hide something. Because if you have done something wrong, then you're going to be extra nice to that person, right? Oh my god! So it is considered toxic. This love bombing. Love bombing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And people might get overwhelmed with it. If I'm not ready, it's a third date or fourth date, and you're going on, then I'm like, okay, hold up, right? Yeah. So that's one. Uh, ghosting obviously was a new one, yeah. well, which we all know now. Situation ships. There are a couple of these ships. I don't know now. What are the other ships, guys? Do we know ships. what the other ships are? Because I'm just thinking, I had situationship wrong the whole time. Situationships are nothings; they are flings. What you and I would call like a one fling, or like you know, it's friends with benefits. So, I guess, the, the, in my head, the definition was that one person was still figuring whatever it is. So, like very like transitional, like I said. Yeah. If there ever was a moment when I was super grateful to be married, this was that moment. Because I don't want to think about any of these re- these these yeah, terms yeah, and yeah. new stages of a relationship that are being established. Yeah. It's very confusing. It is very confusing. So I'm just like, in our time, what was it? We were going around. My mother uses that phrase Go till now. Going so I'm around. I'm 41. You're 31. I'm 10 years difference. So yeah, there was like going around meant you were in a relationship. And also then, uh, oh, those two are having an affair. I'm like, no, they're in a relationship. An affair is. But I think so affair in olden times, olden times uh, retro uh, <laughs> is was that you are together. Yeah, but mm. affair in my mind is, is like an is extra marital affair, you know, or an extra yeah. uh, whatever now new yeah, term yeah. they'll come up with for that. I feel really old in this moment. I'm, I'm older. <laughs> you don't sound it and you don't feel it, so that's Thank great. You. I Yay. feel it. <laughs> Instagram has kept me young. <laughs> Do you also think that Instagram is also the cause behind a lot of people thinking that other people's relationship are far more perfect than they actually are? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I always tell people that please unfollow anyone who's making you feel like oh they are getting married and then they, and there's this marriage spam and stuff like that. But yeah, I feel sometimes things for the gram are just things for the gram, you know. So I don't think you should base your opinion on somebody's reel of how happy they are. Do you know anything that happens in their house or whatever? So I feel that's a very minute way of looking at it, and everything is content. You see a couple content creator, whatever they will create content which looks fancy and glitzy and whatever, but you're not seeing the other parts of their relationship. So people should change that opinion in their head and just see it as content. But it takes a toll on a lot of people mentally, also, right? Not just coming from the place of yeah, okay, it's content. Yeah. You and I can understand yeah. that because we also work in the content mm, biz. Mm. 
but for someone out there it can be a difficult reality to come to terms with like i'll give you an example i had someone who wrote me a really long email about how she wanted to marry someone in uh, from a different faith and i married someone yeah. from a different yeah. faith and she's a long time follower of mine and was like how can i convince my family and you know falana falana and i was like i am not in a position to reply to this because my live journey is probably different from yours yeah, and my yeah. family in the way they think or my husband's family in the way they think can be very different from yours yeah. so there's no right advice yeah. i could possibly yeah. give you in this yeah. situation yeah. having said that i also feel don't look at our relationship and think everything was great yeah. from yeah. the get go yeah. in fact we even did an episode on my youtube channel about how we're not couple goals because people would keep leaving comments saying couple goals couple goals and i'm like we're not couple goals actually we are very different people yeah. you like and i always say this i i have a very close friend of mine who is getting married and yeah. i said you're getting married you got to choose your you choose your partner every day your mom loves you because she's your mom your family loves you because your family your sibling yeah. loves you because they are sibling your partner is the only person in the world that chooses you yeah. every single day yeah. so don't let instagram yeah. make you think that it's all sweet and flowers and daisies yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know pooping yeah. rainbows and butterflies that's yeah, not how yeah. it works but i think couple goals itself is a bad hashtag i mean what is couple goals every couple is different so they'll have different kinds of goals what i think is a good couple i think i'm a good couple but i've seen other people and thought that uh, you know i i can't stand this couple but they might be really happy together you know and they might find happiness in things i i find cringe worthy or i find like boring or whatever so what is couple goals like it's like strange uh so i don't believe in that at all because i just feel every couple is so different and there's a whole journey and if you work on it it does get easier there's more calm and peace and happiness all around but it takes time to get to that point you know uh also it takes self growth and self awareness so it's a it's a long process to daisies and couple goals but i think no couple is couple goals There's also yeah. that bridge right where somebody could actually be in a really happy great amazing relationship but they don't post their relationship online yeah, so you yeah. never know about it. Yeah. Exactly. What about exactly. that angle? Yeah, I think I mean I I don't post about my relationship at all. There you go. Yeah, yeah. but uh but I have been married. Actually May 12th would be 17 years. But I don't because it's not on the top of my head because there's nothing wrong in it, you know. Yeah. So there's nothing for me to really like be like okay I want to talk about this because it's my life. I live it every day and and i just do what i do every day and he does what he does every day and it's just sort of going along now so actually it's like calm <laughs> you know yeah and because yeah. you're in that happy calm space there's nothing. no urgency to prove something nothing, or say nothing, something nothing. you guys have been married for 17 years but then how long have you guys been together for before that 17 and a half we got okay. married in 6 months of knowing each other do you want to give anybody advice on <laughs> when you know like you i feel people overthink it this used to come to me a lot how to know that this is the one like this one is the one i'm like you're firstly overthinking everything about how to know you just know i mean i feel you just feel very clear you don't feel like like i never i got married at 24 and people are like oh that's like child marriage how could you get married at 24 i was like because i didn't feel that i needed to date more i didn't have that feeling in me anymore i didn't feel like oh am i going to miss out on something or i didn't feel any cold feet about getting married and i was just like yeah let's get it done and let's start living together so I think you just that clarity that comes in your head about not wanting anything else or trying to date more or trying to that maybe tells you that this is the thing that you're in and if it's from both sides then that's the good part of it yeah do you have any advice 
for couples for people who are in couples listening on let's say that one secret you've discovered that's like okay this has got me through tough times with my partner it's not fun all the time it's boring things we i sit in my room he sits in his room i do my thing he does his thing i mean in the pandemic we had to do that you can't always be talking always be uh, connecting right so you just check in saying are you okay do you want something do you want something to eat do you want to like watch something together or something but so it's the only advice is that you have to consistency you have to keep going it's not you can't always be thinking of you know somebody told me this that the butterflies that you feel in the beginning of a relationship that's actually anxiety that's not fun stuff that's like feeling like oh if does he still like me even when you feel anxiety you feel that thing in your chest right uh so it's actually not a very good thing that you want to feel all the time then you're anxious what is it going to happen what's going to happen am i going to like him he's going to like why well, you don't want that the calm feeling which comes which is like okay i don't have to do anything is the best part of the relationship and you just uh, keep finding things to talk about i think you know uh keep like i like the fact that that they were a brother sister but they listened to a podcast and then had a conversation so there's things that you can talk about like yeah. you know uh keep talking keep communicating and uh, don't uh, build it up so much to be the perfect like, like i have to have fun in my marriage all the time you can just be normal yeah so basically look out for the signs where you're not feeling the butterflies excessively yeah. cuz that's anxiety yeah that is anxiety i feel it like every time before you do something big you're just like feeling a little yeah. nervous but that's not going to last all the time right like yeah i love it thank you for sharing your perspective thank, thank you for you. coming on thank the pod thank you of course it was lovely thank I'm you i'm so very much excited fun. to see what people have to say because i feel like love as a conversation in general can be so unique and personal and we all look at it through so many in so many different ways through yeah, our own individual yeah, lens yeah yeah so i'm really happy to have for the first time on my podcast sat and discuss this topic and i'm looking forward to being on your podcast yes, next so congratulations uh, on that about the same topic but now from <laughs> your lens yeah. yes amazing thank, thank you, you. thanks